been listening to episode four of the Foreign Culture Podcast, where we talk relationship, religion, and everything else in between. I'm your host, David Fekier. And tonight, we're talking about the dangers of being unequally yoked. So earlier this week, Megan Good and Devin Franklin filed for divorce. Um, you know, I'm, I, I didn't really follow their, you know, their relationship. You know, it just comes across my feed. You know, so I'm reading articles. You know, catching up on the last nine years of their marriage. Um, you know, just trying to see, like, well, you know, why they divorce? Because a lot of people, a lot of you guys, were fans of them. You know, um, but for one reason or another. They got divorced. Um, but from what I've read, from, you know, videos I've seen, um, it looks like there was a lot of issues, right? Specifically around their lifestyles and how they just didn't mesh. Um, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and say they weren't equally yoked because Mbakwan Munio. But outside looking in, it did look like their lifestyles were compromising each other's, right? One guy's a pastor and the other one is a Hollywood actress. Um, I mean, without knowing who they are, you could just step back and look at their lifestyles and see how there could be some friction. There could be some, you know, some misalignment. You know, and if, if you're religious and you've ever considered being married, you've more than likely been told, hey, avoid being unequally yoked. Right. Um, and for the longest time, you know, I, I used to believe that, you know, so long as so long as I married someone in church, I'd be straight. Right. So long as I married someone, especially if they're in the same denomination as me, you know, we'd be straight. Um, but I, I soon realized that that's not always the case, because just because someone sits where you sit, hears what you hear. It doesn't mean that you guys are perfect for each other. You know, like, you guys will be aligned, equally yoked. Because being equally yoked is when your values and your beliefs align, right? Belief, usually it's about religion, right? If, if you're Muslim, then I'm Muslim. If you're Christian, I'm Christian. You're Buddhist, I'm Buddhist. You know, but and then also we talk about values. Values are like the things that you that you hold dear, you know, they're your code of ethics per se, right? And I realized that, you know, just because you guys are sitting in the same spot, sitting in the same church, doesn't mean that they value the same things that you do. And I've also realized that it takes time to realize what they value, right? I mean, now before we get into to what those values are, you gotta ask yourself, well, how do I know if, I'm unequally yoked. Or better yet, how do I know if I'll be unequally yoked? Because you don't want to wait until you get married to find out. Because, you know, that's a, that's a tougher hill to climb. But if you're trying to figure out what exactly these people value, you got to look at their fruit. Right? Or I like to call it receipts, right? <laughs> look at their receipts. You know, what does their time go to? What does their their attention go to? Their money, their energy. Because those are the things that they hold dear. 
right? What are their goals? Are they more, you know, interested in their career, about getting money, about living a certain lifestyle? Or is it about, you know, living a Christian lifestyle? We all have different values, right? We all value things differently as well. For example, you might be you might be married to someone who who has different financial values. Someone who's like, you know, I believe in saving. I believe in investing. Um, you know, getting compound interest. I believe in Forex. Whatever happened to Forex? Um, <laughs> I don't get calls anymore for Forex. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like sometimes people, they... they if you finances differently, some people believe like, well, look, we make enough money, we can spend, we'll get it back, right? Like we're we're wealthy enough, we have good careers. You've got some people that have different prayer values, right? What happens if if your wife is a prayer warrior? Anytime that there's a problem, she's getting on her knees, she's you know she's supplicating before God, she. You know, she believes in having that connection with the Lord. But you, you don't believe in prayer anymore. Probably because you you lost a parent. The last time you prayed to God, you know, he didn't come through for you. So now you don't see the value of prayer anymore. What about if you guys have different church values? You're probably someone who's just like, I don't see the reason of going to church every Sunday. What's the point? Right? What's the point? They're just going to be telling me the things I'm going to read anyway. I could just stay home. You know, there are pastors on YouTube. I could watch, you know, TBN. You know, what happens when you guys have different parenting values? Which is crucial. Which is something you should really find out before you have kids. You know, some people believe in homeschooling. They don't want to take their kids to public or private school. They don't want to risk their child getting shot, abducted. You know, they don't want their children to, to hear different types of rhetorics or hear different types of teachings. They don't want their kids to be exposed to different lifestyles. You know, some people discipline their children differently. Some believe in just having a conversation. And if you're anything like my dad, you believe in baton. <laughs> Everyone's got a Haitian pop that believes in that. Um, you know, but... Yeah, you've got different parenting values. And lastly, you've got different moral values. There are things that you just, you'd never do, places you'd never go, things you'd never say. Whereas someone else is unfiltered, right? Someone else has a, I don't really care attitude. I'll do it because I want to do it. I don't care who it, you know, who it affects, who it, you know, who it bothers. And when you've got that friction, when you've got, you know, those issues in your marriage, a lot of things can happen. You know, there's tension in the household. You know, they're, they're walking past you. You don't really want to get into conversation with them. You know, there's a lot of tension in the household. Any little thing sparks an argument just like that. Then you start resenting the person. <laughs> If you're if you're with someone who, you know, doesn't want to go to church, you know what happens when your husband's at home and you're at church and they they keep praying for your husband like, "Hey, where's your husband?" or, you know, "Hey, where's your wife?" And sometimes people will resent their spouses because of how 
their misalignment makes them look. You know, it's just like, wow, you can't even lead your household or wow, you know, you can't even convince your husband to do this, to do that. So, I mean, what happens when you're tired of the arguments and the tension? You compromise. And that's natural in marriage, right? You know, because most of you who are married, you know, you've you've said that. You've said, like, you know, compromise is necessary in most cases, right? Sometimes you've got to bite the bullet. Sometimes you've got to, you know, give a little to get a little, which is true, right? Which is true. But there are some things that are non-negotiable, right? You got a code, a principle, integrity, some things that just won't allow you to compromise. I've got a friend of mine who's Muslim, a friend Abdullah, who, you know, was in a relationship a couple years ago, and he was with someone who he truly loved, really cared about her. You know, they had a lot of things in common. Um thing is they didn't share the same faith and that's tough that's tough you know you you find someone who who you mesh with someone that you know you guys have a lot of the same qualities same likes dislikes hobbies you guys like the same foods the same movies you know what i mean you probably read the same books you know but what happens when you guys don't share the same faith And that's what the case was. You know, he practiced Muslim or Islam. And she didn't. And he had to end it because ultimately they couldn't go any further. You know, he's just like, look, she wasn't willing to convert. And I wasn't willing to marry someone that didn't share the same beliefs as I. Non-negotiable. And see, the thing is, if... If you keep on compromising, you know, your values and your your ethics, your code, the next step is conversion. You will become the thing you said you'd never become. You'll like the things you never thought you'd like. You'll be the person you never thought you'd be. And a lot of times... I feel as though women fall into that category of being forced to compromise. Because marriage is most times patriarchal, right? It's the man that leads. He's the one that's in charge of the tone of the marriage. And sad to say, a lot of sisters fall prey to, I won't say fall prey, but they fall prey to being in relationships with men that have no interest in leading them in a spiritual lifestyle or who are unable to lead them in a spiritual lifestyle. You know, and you and you wonder why it's hard for for a woman to submit to her husband. You wonder why it's hard for her to to listen to a man who you know, who doesn't know how to lead, who he himself doesn't know how to submit to God. You know, and vice versa, you wonder why it's hard for men to unconditionally love their women because that's what the bible teaches right love your wife unconditionally and wives subject to your husband but it's hard to do that when you're unequally yoked to that person 
You know, especially when you guys have got different goals. You know, so I mean, how do you how do you detect that? How do you find out what it is someone values? How do you find out what someone believes in? Well, you look at their fruit. You look at their receipts. Where does their time go? Where does their money go? Where does their attention go? Where does their energy go? You know, you find that you look at the crumbs, you'll see what exactly they hold dear. But again, try not to get married and find that out because that's, again, a tougher hill to climb. So the best things to do is to give yourself time when you're trying to find someone to spend the rest of your life with. And again, it's not to say that, okay, if I get unequally yoked to someone or married to someone that I'm unequally yoked to, well, doesn't mean you go ahead and get divorced. It just means that it's harder. What I personally recommend is, you know, prayer. You know, but in some cases, right, if if you believe in prayer and they don't, you can't really find common ground there. You know? What you could do is, you know, find some sort of mediation. Go to therapy, a counselor, speak to your pastor. You know? Don't give up. Fight. I mean, everyone has different things in their marriage that that'll be tough to overcome. You know, a miscarriage, you know, a death of a child, sickness, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, it's this, you know, being unequally yoked to someone, you know, someone who, you know, you thought everything would align with. But fight. All right, so this concludes episode four of the Foreign Culture Podcast. Guys, uh, as always, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, shout out to my boy, Junior. <laughs> um, but I did just want to leave you with this. Um, you know, the whole point of of being equally yoked is direction. You know, just going in the same direction. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, but a, a yoke, it isn't a biblical term. You know, it's a it's an agricultural tool that farmers use to join two animals so that they can get a work done, whether it's, you know, moving items from one place to the other or if they're trying to, you know, till the land. But the whole point is yoking similar animals because the dangers of putting an ox with a goat or putting a horse you know, with a donkey, is that one is going to overpower the other. So the whole point of, of being equally yoked is that both animals or both parties, both people can go in the same direction. So again, guys, if you did like the podcast, you liked the episode, please share it with your friends and family on your social media platforms. Uh, don't forget to check out the previous episodes. Uh, And if you do have, again, any topics that you would like for me to cover on future episodes, uh, feel free to send it to my email at foreignculture1017 at gmail.com. That's the number four, the letter N is in Nancy, the word culture, 1017 at gmail.com.